Now entering Nerdist.com. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Jonah Ray. Dio can't make it because he's having a summer. Uh, on this week's episode, we got a lot of fun. Yes, some music submissions, music news with no jokes because I couldn't think of any, and some great guests and good times, good buds in a summer. Here's a god-awful uh, submission for a uh, theme song to the show. I like listening to Jonah Radio Talking about music and drinking beer Lord have mercy, my ears are bleeding Now on with the show That just really bums me out. Well, I can remember before electronic guitar tuners. I know. That's how old I am. That's how old I am, I should say that. He was, it sounded like he was playing like one of those uh, Japanese... The instruments we only really ever hear live at a subway station in New York. <laughs> uh, thanks for tuning in uh, tonight on the episode. Uh, we have, uh, of course, uh, Cash, our producer. Hi, everybody. Neil Mahoney. Got Adam. Adam is here. Hello, hello. Uh, and then we got uh, Charlie. Charlie's here. Hello. <laughs> Excited. Yeah. He's bringing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He's bringing wow. it. Wow. I'm glad we got you a microphone. <laughs> um, and uh, our two guests tonight, uh, which looks like they're in some kind of in conversation uh, situation here. I never it's like realized. Charlie Rose. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Charlie Rose with a bunch of assholes watching him <laughs> that can also chime in whenever they want. Uh, we have the King of Summer himself, Howard Kramer. Hello, everyone. Have a summer. Uh, and. Um, if for, he's in town for about 45 minutes, so we got him. Please, everybody, well, returning guest, Bobcat Goldthwait. Thank you. I'm a, I'm a regular. Yes. You are a regular. I'm a regular, yeah. I, uh, it's when I do stand up there, what, how do I bring you up? And I'm always like, uh, just a regular here, you know. <laughs> you may have seen him on Comics Unleashed, plays yeah. clubs and colleges. Yeah, my favorite. And someone hey, just, oh, hey, uh, more dude. Thaxton Deal just it. came in. Deal that. Oh, and he brought beer. Yeah, He's my favorite. Horrible. My favorite thing is uh, telling people to, or just bringing people up when I have to host. Is like you've seen them all over town, clubs and colleges across the country. Yeah, and then bringing up that person, or uh, we got a really funny lady coming up, and then just introduce a guy. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. You ready yeah. for your first comedian? Of yeah, the yeah. Night? We got uh, this next comedian will really make you fellas think twice about calling these girls unfunny. Please, everybody, <laughs> Chip Hope. Um, hey, that's your friend. That's why it was. Uh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Henry Phillips does a thing where whenever he meets a famous comic, like somebody would go, hey, Henry, this is uh, Eddie Murphy. And Henry just goes, uh, just say I uh, play at clubs and colleges. <laughs> <laughs> That's the third Henry Phillips impersonation I've heard today. And they're all really good. Yeah. You just soften Tom Waits a little bit and you get Henry Phillips. Yeah, just mellow Tom Waits. Yeah. Blood money. Mellow Tom Waits? You mellower Tom Waits. tweaking so much. Sorry. Like in Instead of uh, broken Slow glass, man. it's just sand that he's eating. <laughs> there you go. Um, I saw I saw Tom Waits play three songs once, uh, and it was fantastic. Yeah, I've heard he puts on a great, great live show. I've always wanted to see him. I was a little bummed. I uh, years ago I was on Comic Relief, uh, I, uh, just to uh, bring it back to me and the eighties, uh, and. Um, and you get I get a rewind sound effect, Neil. And uh, and I said that I I had uh, you know I said I was really nervous and a lot of people sing better 
in the shower. I, I I think I'm funnier in the shower. And then I had him bring out a shower. And I, oh, that's right. That's that's an amazing. Yeah, and I, I actually did nude it up because I did want to be naked there. And the producers were really pissed that I was doing this because they just wanted you know someone to do stand up and. They, so it was just freezing cold water coming through there. But so, so, so I did my act in the shower. But then Tom Waits, I heard, started singing in the shower. And I, I got a little, I don't usually care. You know? But that, that, I felt like he, I don't know. It was like a little he, too At close. stage, he would sing in the yeah, shower? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, he, started, he started doing the same gag. How Damn, does he get the piano in there? That piano. <laughs> that tuba, either. It's really easy because yeah. the yeah. piano's been drinking. The piano what? man. <laughs> no, it's piano. No, no. Okay, nobody owns this. No, I, no, no. We know the song. No, we know no. the song. Oh, okay, <laughs> it was just it was ill, it was oh, ill placed. Oh, the, the the part where it didn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. I lose a no, lot of people. We thought around. it made sense, but yeah, I don't know if yeah, you thought a wave yeah, yeah, was supposed yeah, yeah, to break yeah, yeah. out. With <laughs> Not only do you technically ruin the show, Cash. You also <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm, it's uh, it's over everything. Technical <laughs> subject matter. <laughs> All right, thanks, Speedboat. Uh, um, Adam, you ran out of gas on the way to the gas station. Yeah, the gas gauge deceived me. Now, the uh, the thing when you're saying, like, on the way to the gas station, was that just an afterthought after you ran out of gas? No, I was on my way there. I meant to go there yesterday, and I was like, oh, I'll go tomorrow. And You go tomorrow? I'm you out of gas today, in. but I'll go get Holy it tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I had, there was, it was above the, you know, the red line, so I thought I had gas left. You had that car for a month. What do you know about that gas gauge? <laughs> Nothing, obviously. It's just true, true. And there's a lot of stuff leaking uh, that leaked onto our driveway while you stayed at our place over oh, the weekend. Really? Yeah, well, no, I have to put a little oil in it every once in a while. <laughs> it sounds like it's a good car, though. What no. kind of is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's, no. a, it's a 92 Salazar. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I used to have a 1970 Cutlass Supreme, and, and it, you know, it didn't have a red thing. You know what I mean? You, just, you, you had know. to feel it. Yeah. yeah. You had to be one so with that, that ride. There was no, like, need gas red light that came on or anything. And so. No, man. Yeah, 92, you're not going to get that. No. Yeah. yeah so. Well, we're going to take a break with a song submitted to us. Uh, these guys are from Nova Scotia. They're called Punk, Lex- Punk Luxury. Blah. Uh, the song's called Jester. Uh, shit, shit. Here we go. There it is. Like a Skrillex or an EDM DJ kind of thing. Yeah. He had his hands on the board, like just as the song ends, he was going to pull all the levers down, and they just took his hands off it. <laughs> <laughs> 
those are the mute buttons. Those those turn off the microphone. So I was just unpressing. I'll test and you seeing if you knew. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, those are the mute buttons. Oh, oh. shots fired, Neil. All right. Cash wasn't able to make it to the uh, Weird Al recording because uh, he fucked up a Weird Al live performance. <laughs> he was afraid. Because of he hates Weird Al. No, <laughs> no, that's Weird the Al. problem. He loves Weird Al, but he was afraid that Weird Al hates him. Yeah, and he was going to remember. How bad did you fuck it up? Not that bad. Not that bad as it as it turns out. When I listened to the episode, he was like, "Oh yeah, it was fine," but. Uh, what was he going to say? He's his, in a room full of your friends. Yeah. His, his agent as, his, as he made thinks. it very clear that it was not uh, a very... Uh, Basically, Cash was the producer, so he took the heat for some guy in the booth that fucked up. Because the agent only knew, this is the guy from that show, so I'm going to call him and scream at him. Yeah, and he only pumped in cold water. That was the thing he... Nope. Like the thing he did? Cold water? The producer that didn't like him, so he pumped in cold water? Oh, oh. oh. Wow, I really it's, cashed it. Yeah, Cashing well, it in. I, Thanks, <laughs> baby speed bump. I um, <laughs> I got kicked off stage at a Weird Al show once. I, he said, "Hey, come see my show," and then they go, "You can't stand here. You know, you can't be here." That that were you in the middle of the stage? <laughs> yeah, okay. That's the best spot. So maybe that yeah, yeah. maybe that were was my on fault. The I was I was wearing I was sitting on the the I'm <laughs> fat suit. <laughs> I um, <laughs> it's comfy. I thought it was a yeah, bean bag. Yeah, I thought it was a barca lounger. So um, you know, so yeah. I was there's this there's this music festival in Milwaukee called Summerfest. Summer. <laughs> Are you aware of this, Adam? Yeah, my dad lives there. He retired there because he likes cold weather, which is <laughs> horrible for me. Oh, he's um, that one old person that moved north from yeah. Jersey. And then why don't you come visit? Well, uh, no, but yeah, but that's like the biggest, one of the biggest music festivals in America. Yeah, it's yeah. insane. It's uh, it's huge. And they have a comedy tent or, yeah, that was it. They have a comedy tent. And then, like, just before they bring you on, behind you would be, please welcome Tom Petty. You know, so. And, 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 uh, and that's what you're fighting. And, uh, and when I was there, this guy was like, uh, he goes, hey, uh, you know, he says, don't, don't swear. You know, we, we had a problem with George Carlin. And uh, so don't do any foul language. So don't language. do what George Carlin does. Don't do don't any foul like language. So uh, I get on a stage. It's just a tent full of two thousand really hammered, pink, fat, white people from uh, uh, Milwaukee, yeah. and they're and they're all sunburned, and they're all and they're just wah, heckling the whole time. This drunk guy's at the front of the stage. He's like going, "Give me your hat. I want your hat. I want your hat." And I go, well, "Give me your clothes. I'll give you my hat." And then um, he takes his clothes off, and then uh, and then he's in his underwear. I go, no, dude, man, I gotta see all your clothes. So he gets nude, and if, if it was like a fat guy, everyone would have laughed. But he was kind of cut, and no. it was really weird. <laughs> it, it got a little too sexy for the yeah. tent. It got really strange. <laughs> and so then I gave him, and I go, oh, I go, I go, I can take your underpants off. I need to see your cock. And then um, so he takes his underpants off, and then I give him my hat, and then I walk by the guy who told me not to swear, and I go, hey, man, I'm sorry, I said cock. <laughs> <laughs> God damn! His name, that guy's name was Punky, by the way. I Punky that. was his yeah. name. Yeah, I don't, I think the cut guy? No, no, the cut guy. I don't know, but he later on was on Jerry Springer, 
because they're having a, a thing about has your uh, fiance ever embarrassed you? <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wait, what were what were we talking about beforehand with the uh, the uh, uh, John Lydon? We were, we're someone's about to go into a John Lydon story. Is well, that... you guys were talking about him, and you know the the they're thing... talking about Tom Waits. No, earlier we were talking about John Lyon off the air. Right. You know, he's not a popular guy interpersonally. Even people that are huge fans of the Sex Pistols are always like, he was a dick to me. You were, that, that was yeah. basically what's going yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. No one seems to like any time they interact with him. No, but then, um, you know, Steve Jones, the guitarist from the Sex Pistols, had the radio show. Yeah, Jonesy Jukebox. And he had Vincent Gallo on, and Vincent Gallo just kept on, like, pressing Steve... You know, to say, hey, like, Johnny's gay, right? Like, you know he's gay, and just pressing him to just, say Just it. nonstop. Nonstop, and Steve was holding his own, but then the Sex Pistols reunited a little bit after that, and they did a TV appearance, I forget which talk show it was, but then Johnny came out with Queen written across his chest. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. So I don't know if that was him he coming out or been a- what. Freddie Mercury enthusiast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's trying you to get know, the job from Adam Lambert. I, went, yeah. Yeah. I saw Queen when oh, I was I'm 13, Jesus. I think. And then when I found punk rock, I, I disowned it. Like, yeah. I didn't go see Queen. You know? And yeah. I also loved, like, how, like, what I went to Hillbilly Rednecks in my hometown of Syracuse. Because we like, the guys couldn't wrap their brain around that they were rocking out to a gay man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they were like, he can't be gay. He's in a kimono. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and hot pants. He wore yeah. hot pants. Um, but... In my mind, and I suppressed this, it was like one of the most amazing shows I've ever seen, but I've never admitted that out loud. <laughs> Why not? That was the first time. Really, in your 50s, you can finally admit that, that I, you're not gay. That I rocked out. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not about my sexuality. <laughs> it was just... It's your punk rock it pride. Just, yeah. It's, about, it's just so silly. You know what I mean? There's, yeah. there's smoke well, machines yeah. and flash pots and, and yeah. kimono. That is a weird thing about punk rock, though, that you... It just... When you get into it, you kind of have to just put everything else like away and yeah. just kind of it's like I didn't wear that shirt I don't know what yeah. you're talking about I never saw them I never liked right. them but I the essentials <laughs> yeah. I went down at because uh, uh, Adam Lambert I think the guy from one of those the singing yeah. singing contest is playing with Queen now and yeah. that started me going on this rabbit hole two nights ago of watching Queen and I kept watching it it was still kind of corny still kind of corny. Because I actually, it's very name droppy of me, but I, it's a famous quote of his. But you know, Kurt Cobain did say to me once. You know, he said, "I he goes, I wish I had that Freddie Mercury thing." You yeah. Know, like he really wished he wanted to go out and entertain the people. He, he mm-hmm. wished he was a showman. Yeah. So the guy or, that just wanted loved, loved it. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know, um, um, because they would often have me go knock on his door when it was showtime when we, I was touring with him, and I would say, you know, like, come on, time to exhume the corpse. <laughs> I, I remember saying that. And, uh, in hindsight, that's pretty creepy. But um, <laughs> but um, so I kept going down. I kept watching and watching. It was all it was all pretty bullshit. And then when I finally did find like uh, the year I saw them, I saw uh, one of the, that that tour is online, and it really was amazing. It was what was it? Which album? Set, like it's probably seventy five. Seventy five. Seventy five. I think. Like, what album was that? Night at the Opera. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, that was the killer one. It was, yeah, that was it. And it was pretty, it was an amazing show. Was yeah. their first record yeah, Sheer Heart Attack? No, it was just called Queen. Oh, it was just called Queen? Yeah. 
Yeah. But um, even I, I read a YouTube book where uh, even The Edge was talking about how when they played with Queen, Freddie Mercury would come and like hit on them backstage. And even he and Bono just couldn't believe how campy and how over the top <laughs> it was. Really? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and yeah, it's not about my sexuality because you know I I went and saw uh, I I spent a lot of money for a front row ticket to see Liza Minnelli and Alan Cumming. <laughs> that's and the, I'd love to that's, tell that's you that's the duality of you. Though. I would love to tell you I didn't weep, but I did. <laughs> and uh, what were they doing? Showtunes? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just saying surprising. That. And then uh, she no, no, started no, mixing like up the lyrics. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. To me, it was the perfect blend of Sally Bowles, the best yeah. Sally Bowles and the best MC. Yeah. <laughs> and then she starts changing the lyrics to, you know, when I go, I won't go like Elsie, you know, uh, from too much pills and liquors. And uh, and uh, you know, uh, Canner and Eb they wrote the music, and 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 Eb was behind me, and I go, uh, I go, she's changing the lyrics, and he goes, it's okay. <laughs> and so I'm not about to say I'm not too butch if I knew who, who he was in an audience, you know? right? And then um, Sarah, you know, my uh, my my ex, but you know, my my wife at the time, I I. She, I'm on the phone with her. She goes, what did you do tonight? And I go, I went and saw uh, Alan Cumming and Liza Minnelli. She goes, you know, you could have told me you just blew nine guys and that would have sounded less gay. <laughs> Especially when you're turning around about the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, would, were you into the kind of musical and show tune stuff uh, as a kid? Is that why it stuck around, or has this uh, grown as an appreciation? You know, I didn't. Year? You know, I, when I was a kid, I loved m- the movie musicals, and I think, and I didn't think anything weird about it. I just, I just, I loved movies, and I, and I loved the musical movies too. I didn't like go, oh, this is uh, South Pacific. It's not for me. You know, yeah. I, I had the same enthusiasm for that as Godzilla versus the Smog Monster. You know, yeah. I just mm-hmm. thought they both were really good and really racist. Yeah, and <laughs> and Godzilla versus the Smog Monster had singing. And it had those two little women that. Oh yeah, those little. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did they also uh, sing "Happy Talky Talk"? No, but it's Mothra's little minions, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they show up and they sing songs. But yeah. did you ever hear uh, <laughs> Captain Sensible's version of Happy Talk? No. Well, we might want to dig it out sure, right now. Right. It it rocks. <laughs> it's a, it, talky, talky. Yeah, talky, talk about things you yeah, want yeah, yeah. to do. Um, <laughs> Happy talk, keto. Talk. Uh, what's uh, Cap? What is it? Captain said? Sensible. Captain. This sounds like a. It's like, no, whoa, man. Whoa, whoa, Captain Sensible. <laughs> back off. Back off. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah. I when I look back at a lot of the shows I saw over the years, only now do I realize that they were pretty rad. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It was like you know I I found this thing from high school and it had tickets stubs. And it was, and there wasn't a clinker in the bunch. It was the Ramones. It was Andy Kaufman. It was, you know what I mean? It just kept going on wow. and on. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm done bragging. What was it? What was your first show? Hold on. Back to the summer and a record which came right summer. up to the novelty hit of the year. Uh, Captain <laughs> Central followed closely by the Dolly Mixtures with Happy Tall. Looks like they're in a space bowling alley. It's a BBC Four show. Okay, this isn't the version I heard. Well, this is uh, Top of the Pops. This is him doing it on Top of the Pops. This is the Roach version. Yeah. Is there some guitars coming out too? Don't see any. 
What's going on there on the screen? It's fascinating. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> Does he just sing it? Does he have a mic? Lip sync. It's top of the pops. We'll we'll try another version. I've heard like this guitar version, man, where it's just like insane. Yeah, this is it. (laughs) Yeah, this is it. If you know what I'm going to get my slip now. Now, I don't think I know. I don't think I've ever heard of Captain Sensible. Uh, he's, uh, I said, Captain, I said what? <laughs> you oh, know that? That sounds familiar. That's his big hit, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Bobcat, we've found, these are the first two like, I'm results. You, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> we'll look for a third. I think I, I you might be remembering it wrong. I, no, I don't look for video, man. That's it. That's the that, that's not the way it was meant to be heard. Not video, yeah, man. Yeah, that video. I'm, this could be it. There you go. There you go. See? Yeah, this is it. <laughs> it is. You do sound like a guy. <laughs> no, I'm like is. a guitar setter <laughs> with a guy. So he's like, yeah, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Sweet spot. <laughs> there, there it goes. <laughs> Acord, good job, dude. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, well, not what I would have done. Is this the beginning of... Yeah. <laughs> this sounds like the beginning of that Cheech and Chong song, Earache My Eye. How has he made this more grandiose than a song from a musical originally was i don't know man just ready get ready to have your ass blown through your face <laughs> i don't know I'm, I'm looking for a sensible tune here <laughs> you know the live version is harder <laughs> <laughs> you want me to find the heart we can find the maybe i like, yeah. cut to like a minute later see yeah. what happens <laughs> Like, see where where it goes. (laughs) In hour two of uh, Jonah Radio, they got to the bridge. Are you gonna have a dream come true? Oh, I've heard this. That's that's a fucking spot on point. And I'm sure they've done it. What was that? Pretty good. Yeah. All right. Well, it's been great being here. <laughs> we finally got what that we wanted a, out of you. That does feel like an end credit sort of version of that song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, well, uh, we're going to take a break with the song, and when we come back, we're going to talk to uh, Howard Kramer oh, yes. about some of this, some of that, the latest summer album from the King of Summer himself. This is, uh, we, I think... It, one of our first episodes, we played these guys live from the basement. Uh, they have a new album out called Cinnamon Bobka. This is the uh, song LOD. Enjoy it. Last night, I thought I dripped about a past life, but forgot I dripped about a song I killed like bagpipes. Even memories of overthinking. I took a picture, holding a picture over my head of me. Eternally, I'm overthinking. Under cement, basement until it's sinking. Basically, based on a story, based on what I've been dreaming. Jaws clinch, eyes twitch, grinding them sleep. Fuck this. Clouded vision, acoustic nuclear vision. Take the light I've been given and focus that through a prism. Take the prism and film it, slow motion so they can feel it. 
Take a reel of the film and the cover status to lyrics. The symbolism is heavy. Going up, I wanna be like Mike. I wanna be Leonardo. Words of the horn on rock steady. How is that my motivation? A misliteration. Conflicting thoughts of a head turned up to the max like Casey Pace. It's an understatement to say I'm on another level. Let them play the game and settle. I'll be the video game creator. Happy thoughts with the pen like Andre, Ben, Ben, Bigelow, and Big Ben, Beta, man. This is crazy. I swear it's crazy. I fell asleep when I was 10 and woke up here today. This is crazy, man. This is crazy. I wore this shoulder pads with spikes, but now the world is on my shoulders. Wait. Exclamation point from the basement. They're uh, LJ Reg and Dunn makeup. Oh no, sorry, that's what <laughs> LJ Reg and Dunn makeup live from the basement. Three guys in a basement from Wichita, Kansas. So yeah, good stuff. Second time we played them, and I hope this new album does them well. One of like- the guys' rap names is Dunn makeup. No, I think that's uh, uh, LJ Reg or Reg, like on the reg. Uh, LJ Reg and Dunn. Makeup live from the basement. Okay. Poor punctuation. Yeah, I think it's just a. Uh... Hold on, one more time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> LJ Reg and Dunn makeup. No, no. Oh, they ah, they uh, make up. Yes, oh, exactly. Have. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <clears throat> that was confusing. <laughs> There's a the pan in Wichita. Remember, uh, you remember uh, Share UK? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. They um, had that song, Kibbles and Bits, Kibbles and Bits. Yeah, Kibbles and Bits, Kibbles yeah, yeah, and Bits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you could have just been. That's I like could have just said yes. Just no, no, oh, yeah, no. yeah. No, yeah. Oh, that thing that you just said? Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, so that's the third gay reference I've made because I mentioned well, it's not about sexuality. <laughs> um, so Howard, it is uh, we are in the middle of summer. Uh, you should sound more excited about it. Uh, it's too hot to be excited. Peak no, summer. it's not. It's the peak of summer. We got a fan blowing out. So, People wonder what that hum is. It's us defiantly trying to get around summer, <laughs> and it's uh, sorry. <laughs> I like to for people to feel the ambiance. Hey, it's a great time of year. Still July, and it's peaking. And I think it's a great time to take advantage of what summer has to offer. And what does summer have to offer? Well, I got this album. Some of this, some of that. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> it explains it all. <laughs> hey, it's a great. It, I think it's the best time of year. I think it's when the world is the most ripe. Do you just the like time. the sunshine? Do you like it being later, uh, lighter later, you know? I just like when you were a kid, you got a break from school. You had that all that time off. And yeah. I remember when I found out as an adult, you didn't get that. I was like, I don't, it was like, why would you do it? Why would you yeah. be an adult then? <laughs> I remember, I remember uh, like uh, being in my mid twenties and still people going, uh, "What are you going to do for summer?" And I would always respond with, "How the fuck old are you?" Yeah, and, like you're an adult. There is no summer anymore. It's just a time where it gets uh, hot. Right, but I think that's why you know it's like the middle class is being squeezed out of existence. <laughs> Let's fight to get that back. Let's fight to get summer back. Okay, all right. Do you think really people are that into just forgetting about summer? Well, I mean, for instance, Neil Mahoney right there. That's me. We went to the beach. And he got scorned by the sun. But listen That provides your precious summer. But listen, listen. So he he was having a great time. And then he goes, man, I should have been doing this all month. And I was like, well, if only there was a guy that reminded people (laughs) to have a summer. (laughs) This is, you know, this is a guy I'm on the beach with. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy to forget about summer. Blisters on his toes. Blisters on his feet. Hey, you know what? His back is red. (laughs) Hey, you know. I blew it. I didn't coat up like I should have. I knew better. So the summer rules. There's some. Uh, I don't like anything with rules. I it's not it's rules. Not, it's not How do you rules. feel about the Outback Steakhouse? <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's no rules. It's only right. Uh, that's very scary. Oh, wait a minute, then. I just found something better than summer. <laughs> 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 have, have a have an onion. Have a blooming onion. <laughs> have a blooming yeah. onion. Have your Aussie tizers. <laughs> so, but how do you feel about the rest of the year? And and how does it living in L.A. play yeah, into this? Spring's pretty good, right? Spring's great because you know it's like you're revving up for summer. I, I, the the it's more the idea of like let's take time off from the rat race and let's enjoy what the world has to offer. Yeah, there was right. d- there was seagulls out there. There, there was were. porpoises. Oh, I got to show you a picture of this bird I took today. Yeah, so he's getting the fever. <laughs> Neil Mahoney's got the summer fever. I, I got a little bit of it. Yeah, yeah. Neil and Mahoney wearing the jeans and kerchief in the middle of summer. He's wearing his western yeah. belly shirt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that, not a belly shirt. <laughs> that's, that's that's my next question. Um, were, were you ever portly? Uh, not really. Yeah. See. Oh, good. That's a great. Oh, point. you hate the beach. Summer's yeah. Well, portly guys, we just don't dig the summer. It's not the beach. I like the beach. I just don't like the the, the, the sweating and the the heat's yeah. bad. But yeah. you know what? I I gotta if say, I want to be in a gang called the Portly Guys from now on. The Portly Guys. <laughs> you could do it. But you know, I'll like, encourage you. Thank you. You know, spring and fall. That's that's the sweet spot for us Portly guys. No, yeah, I see that. Those yeah. nice. But I love. This is a bit of blasphemy. I love L.A. winters. It's great. It's the only time it ever rains. That's a nice break. Yeah. And 
it's like not hot. But it's cool enough. We're going to edit this out, right? But on layers. <laughs> yeah, this is just insanity. This doesn't seem to be about it's, summer. This is it, madness. It hits my wardrobe like right in the sweet spot. Exactly. Perfectly. I'm a minimum two-layer guy. Yeah. Always have been. Right. If I yeah. wear a button-up with no T-shirt, I feel like I'm naked. Yeah. So Here's like, the this thing. Is, this I, is a room full of guys who swam in T-shirts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Listening to a guy talk about summer. Yeah, I used to, I used to do the, the wrong uh, Oh, I accidentally fell in the pool. Uh-oh, I guess I'll keep my shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, I don't want to get sunburned. It really hit the, yeah. the, the fat. It yeah. didn't cling at all. Yeah, but That's why they have so. dry T-shirt contests during <laughs> spring break. Yeah. I will say this. Just a I, bunch of hot girls with no, uh, hair dryers. Here's the thing. It's not, it's not summer's fault that you're hot you should be by the water but you can't be because the society makes you work and produce exactly products and services it's hot well but it's not it's not their fault it's not someone's fault you don't enjoy it you're not enjoying it because you're not swimming it's society's fault so that's yeah. that, okay i, I noticed mean, with your newest album it's all about swimming a lot of it's about swimming yeah most of it is about swimming not the whole. Th- well, there's like three tracks about water. That's my three favorite. tracks about water. There's underground pool network about yeah. ganging up with other people to find pools. <laughs> what is the other one? Goo Cruise, Poseidon, Gay for Poseidon. That's all about being in the water and Poseidon tickling your ankles. Hey, we're back to uh, yeah, Bob's yeah. thing. Um, <laughs> do you, do you swim ginity? Lose your swim ginity. That well, that's about. Uh, Remembering to go swimming like before summer's over. There's so many. How many people haven't been swimming yet this summer in this room? We went in like May. I know. July, 4th of July, I went swimming I went in a pool. For the first time. Bobcat? Yeah, no, I, I did oh, go you're in right, the I ocean. Didn't. I didn't. You did? You yeah. Waited. Okay. I, yeah, sure. I forgot. Time. Saturday. <laughs> See that? Charlie just lost it on Saturday. What? That's great. That's it was great. Saturday. Saturday. That's great. How do you feel about winter break, though? I mean, you know. It's not my time. I, this, like, uh, the air in winter is charged with uh, positive ions, and that's like the stuff that you get rid of when you go in the ocean. It balances you out. But it's proven, like, scientifically. Like, the air in winter is just, it's not as good for you. Yeah. All right. I, now, <laughs> threw some science at him. But We're I, all going to take that as far. I, uh, I jump in the ocean every New Year's. Uh, oh, really? Day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's good. not that big of a deal here in L.A., but... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you done, you've no, done that on the LA East Coast? Beach, like, and... LA, like Pacific Ocean, L.A. beaches. That's cold. It, it gets cold, cold yeah, yeah. but it gets like 50. You know hey, I mean, that's is not... Is that something really. you've done for a long time, like even on the East Coast and stuff? No, no. I, I would do it. Uh, my buddy, uh, Toby Huss and uh, John Wiener, we do it, and it... it it really is, uh, it's, it, you know how, like, you go, you don't know what year it is. You don't know what, well, you, you know, because you're waiting for summer, so you know. <laughs> but it's a way of marking the it new totally time. It totally marks yeah. it. Yeah, man, because, you, you know, and you, we run in and we yell out to the universe what we want this year. Ah, and like, that's great. Like, What'd you yell out last year? Uh, I choked. I said snow tires. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I didn't think. I didn't, it turns out you only get one wish, too. You said that in the ocean? Yeah, I didn't even want snow tires. I just wanted bigger tires. I wanted big tires. Because <laughs> uh, when I'm out looking for Sasquatch, I pop right, a lot yeah, of tires. That's right. That's right. Hey, well, if you like Sasquatch, I got a song on here, Goo Cruise. It's about uh, taking a ride on a sea dew that's driven by an orangutan. <laughs> <laughs> so tangentially. So why don't we just yeah, check out Goo Cruise? Yeah. Let's check out Goo Cruise off of uh, some of this, some of that. So that's not a swimming song. 
<laughs> Not really, but you yeah, get yeah. wet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said water. <laughs> All right, this is Goo Cruise off of some of this, some of that. A beautiful tale of friendship. You know what? I was wrong about saving that shit. <laughs> I feel like L. Ron Hubbard. You guys are challenging me, but I'm the one who's right. Beautiful yeah. way. What? You're deflecting all those challenges in a beautiful way. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> you really do seem like you're hurt by our... We're just trying to learn. No, I'm okay. You have it's to a... teach us this, this way. Yeah. You know, it's evident to a lot of people. Uh, it's just self-evident to people that get it. Like yeah. Scott like Ackerman just doesn't get it. What? You just have to believe. I mean, I just think it's the kind of thing where you can't really force people to do it. Enough people will get it, then we'll hit the tipping point, the hundredth monkey, and then boom, everyone's doing it, and then you'll sound like a dick when people listen back to this. <laughs> what do you feel about how do you feel about like summer jobs? Yeah. No good. <laughs> I feel like it could be good for the economy. You know, people yeah. are trying to get the four-day week, you know, to help the economy. So it seems like if everybody took summer off, it would help the co- the economy. Oh, it would help. Yeah. Oh, yeah. then I'm down with it. Yeah. yeah what, like, what about, let's do it. What about the current California drought that this summer seems to be uh, making even worse? What do you feel about that? Well, uh, did you run out of water? 
No, I, I run it just because it sounds nice in my kitchen. There you go. Waste it. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think, uh, well, well, what? I don't know. I still think everybody should take the summer off. <laughs> There's going to be I'm problems in everything. I'm trying to figure everything. out the sociopolitical uh, expansion of the summer, uh, uh, you know. Right. But, I mean, that's probably what you shouldn't do. Just go swimming. Yeah. The and ocean's still There's plenty of oceans. My, uh, ocean's my, still free. It's like seven. Not where I grew up. In New Jersey, you had to pay to get on every beach. Wow. What? Really? There's, like, fences every hundred yards, and you'd have to buy a little badge, and you'd safety pin it to your bathing suit to show that you paid to get on. That's garbage. So that's there's some guy's uh, job looking at your, your trunks yeah, to make would, sure uh, you had your he'd, badge? They'd have a little wooden shack, water? and he'd check you as you went on it, in and out. It was like... It's like toll roads if you're not used to them. You're like, what? Why would I pay to drive? Yeah. Same thing. My friend Tony had a, a Cape Cod day job because every year, a uh, summer job, every year they would go, they go, this year, let's not be idiots. Let's make some money. So they were uh, pouring hot tar into buckets oh, and then God. carrying it up a ladder. That oh, oh. should be illegal. And so, and so, and they get to the roof and they can see the beach from the roof. Uh-oh. And, uh, they go to lunch, and my friend Tony's buddy's like going, man, I, I, can't, I can't do this. I, I, gotta, I, I can't do this. He goes, man, we're not going to be fuck-ups this year. We, we told, <laughs> we're going to make money this year. And so then about 2, about two o'clock when it's pretty hot, yeah. uh, the guy goes, uh, another bucket of hot. And Tony yells back up, your mother's a bucket of hot. <laughs> and, he goes, and he takes his coveralls off and he starts walking to the beach. Do you? And he goes, uh, he that's goes, a very, that, uh, that should yeah, be part it, of the gospel. I'm, I'm oh, saying yeah. hooray, hooray. Is that the end of the story? Yeah, he just kept walking and never came back. He goes, he goes, the guy yelled, he goes, it's okay, I'm not mad. He's like, right, he gets it, freedom. He should have also that, tipped over the ladder. <laughs> okay, that's the essence of what I'm talking about in a nutshell. Thanks for expressing to get better than me. It's that debate you have in your head. I should be working. I shouldn't be a fuck-up. I should earn money. No, I should have a summer. No, I should tar this roof. No, I should have a summer. It's like a debate. Have you seen the movie Prince Avalanche? What, no. It's summer jobs, and then they end up fucking off and uh, going to have a good time. There you go. I approve. <laughs> All right. So, uh, when's summer end for you? Good question, uh, I say it starts June first, so it's June, July, August to get three full months. Then I think September is sort of a gravy time, like uh, afterbirth, you know, transitional gravy, the perfect summer treat. There you go. It could be cold gravy. Just a light summer gravy. Am I the only one that's eating cold gravy? Crystal gravy. Uh. Right now. Yeah, so that's for me. It's like it's over. Like I feel like it's kind of over when September starts, but then you kind of have a transitional month to get ready for the the death and the the death of summer and the positive ion. So during September, you can be like late to things because it's like ah, it was just summer. So right. I, I'm I'm just getting into the swing of things. Exactly. And yeah. Memorial Day, Labor Day, is that like? Like amateurs, it's like how real drinkers hate New Year's Eve. Yeah, kind of. I mean, it's okay if those are your times. Why did you but... leer over at me when you said that? <laughs> Alcoholics, <laughs> like my friend Jonah. <laughs> I have some pamphlets for you. Yeah, yeah. No, That's I like you guys. Banana. <laughs> so you have, uh, yeah. So Labor Day though doesn't mean much. It's just like uh, it's just going to be annoying. Wait, that's the September one. Yeah. To me, it's like... You don't even know. There's three big summer holidays. Memorial Day, 
Labor Day and the 4th of July sandwiched in the middle. You should know these. I just get Labor Day and Memorial Day confused because Memorial Day sounds like a horrible, bad thing, but it's actually great because it's the beginning of summer. And then Labor Day... <laughs> Labor Day is when people that you think should have already taken your heed <laughs> right. and have not be working, they're, they're celebrating uh, yeah. their last chance. I'm, right. Like, look back at your life. I bet if you tried to work too hard during summer, it didn't work out. Mm. That's true. Oh, well, this is a good time to uh, go into some music news. Neil, would you like to just find anything to play during music news right now? We can just say it is time for music. <laughs> song, Neil. The was that David Lee Roth? Yeah, it was. I don't have a song. There's, <laughs> you, you say, every There's time like a... I call on you to say something, like to like make a soundbite go, you don't have it. Yet, when it's inappropriate, you find it. Like I said, guys, you work too hard during summer. Jesus Christ. Here are some things I found in the music news app. Portland alt-country musician Casey Anderson has been sentenced to four years in prison for defrauding over 30 investors out of over $580,000 by vowing to hold a concert and release a compilation album benefiting the West Memphis Three. According to Seattle Post Intelligence, uh, Anderson claimed that the benefits show would feature guests like Tom Petty, Giant Deb, Pearl Jam, with the album including spots from Pearl Jam, Bruce Springsteen, and uh, non-existent collaborations with Arcade Fire and Lady Gaga and R.E.M., though none of the artists reported having any knowledge of such an event. When asked to comment, Anderson said, well, it was the least I could do after murdering those boys in Arkansas so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, <laughs> what is that laugh? Um, Just coming back to it. Yeah. So, did you hear the story with uh, uh, Kid Rock? Uh, uh, you mean uh, when Andrea Pellegrini, a former publicist for the Insane Clown Posse, yes. uh, how she is uh, suing the Detroit duo for sexual harassment and, among other allegations, she claims the former ICP and psychopathic records employee, Dirty Dan Diamond, tried to give her a glass dildo as a gift. When she refused to accept it, Pellegrini claims that Diamond gave the gift to Kid Rock, who still has possession of it. So now he has to go to court with it. He, yeah, he has to show up at court with a <laughs> glass dildo. <laughs> to, to, to prove that what? That it exists, I guess. Oh, yeah. God. Guess and that it is it. a dildo, you know what I mean? And not just a... <laughs> I mean, I don't think he's got to shove it in his ass. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's a dildo. <laughs> um, Do you have the dildo? I'll be right back. <laughs> you know, I am the king of name drops. So I flew uh, two days ago, or yesterday, I mean... Uh, and on my flight... Also, they're not name drops if no one cares about the name. Okay. Well, maybe you're going to care about Cypress Hill and myself. I And we were on a flight together, and they're very nice and stuff. But, you know, what was weird was I remember a million years ago at um, a Lollapalooza, I was standing backstage. I was kind of in their doorway, and I go, how come you guys write so many songs about pot? Maybe she write like a beer song, and then I just felt the vibe where they all just kind of chilled and turned around. They didn't get the bit. <laughs> no, no, they just thought I was some idiot that was. Right. She didn't why they should write some beer songs. <laughs> so, so they clearly didn't know me from then, and yeah, um, yeah. and they were coming back uh, uh, from the gathering of the juggalos. No, yeah, I can't remember. Did you? Did you? I did the gathering. Of yeah, the you did. But did you tell the story last time? I can't remember. I don't it was know. so long ago. We tell the story again now. Yeah, I haven't heard it. <laughs> But, I but what was great was that it, it, Cypress Hill was like, they were like, 
man, that was fucked up. Like they weren't like, <laughs> they, they weren't like, oh, hey, that was a good gig. They were like, they were saying that um, they the audience that like two guys work in unison. One throws a water balloon at you. And then as soon as you get doused, he, another guy hits you with a, a balloon full of white powder. Like, uh, I mean, uh, uh, full like of a, a... Chalk or something? Or no, flour? it's it's flour. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I guess they, they hit the, the the black member. <laughs> it was super racist on top of that. Oh, yeah. no. This is the what worst the audience f- in the world. Fucking hell. Uh, and I, I met... Uh, uh, T Boz and Left Eye. What are their names? Uh, the- uh, Violent J. Violent J. Shaggy Dope. Jazzy Shaggy Dope. Too Dope. Who? <laughs> Jazzy Poop Poop. Yeah, exactly. They sound like comical rap names that like a, a five year old. year old. Comedy writer would write for. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, so yeah. What do you got? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shaggy two dope. What a J, J Dizzle so, Rizzle. So uh, yeah, man. So so yeah. So we were just trading. They, they were like going. They were they were setting off mortars. And I go, Jesus yeah, man, Christ. yeah. And that didn't. I, they really upped their game because it was just dynamite when I was there. God. <laughs> yeah, when I when I met the dudes, they were at G four doing a thing, and then I saw them, and I was like, you know, just typical ironic hipster moment i was like it's like i'm gonna get a picture with icp and i went to it and then like the guy was who was shooting, like hey this is jenny wants to take a picture they're like oh man always good to meet a fan and i was like uh okay they were so nice yeah while in austin uh i went to i was driving the water burger on barton springs road i know it How local humor gets you local work uh <laughs> it's a regional chain there's a lot of water Regional uh, saw the ICP bus, had to go in and check out ICP. There they were without their makeup on. Ooh, oh, really? Yes. That's weird. And, and it was Kiss. <laughs> it was. Yeah. It was that, Ralphie you ever run into any of them at any kind of like festival <laughs> around the country? <laughs> Tony? Never crossed paths like directly. I remember like being sometimes like in the same city as that, like kind of what he said, where like you'd see you would see a scorched earth on the way to another they, town. Yeah, and they have like. I, at least one semi full of nothing but merch. Like yeah. they travel with a yeah, semi. Yeah, they got full the merch, merch dialed in, yeah. man. That that wow. was the only thing that had lights in the whole venue. Really? At the gathering. Oh, There's no lights. Go here. There's lights in the merch gigantic. Wait, they don't And you can buy pants. That they, I'm sure a plenty like, of their sell? fans need it. Did you well, see I mean the no, short you, Kevin Smith? Short, it is like right? X, 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 X. But they, you know, it, that's what it is. It's a uh, um uh, most juggalos, and it's a general sweeping statement, but they're 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 morbidly obese, yeah. and then they wear the scary clown makeup. So it is an incest survivors convention, you know. It's it's <laughs> out in it's, the woods. No one's gonna molest me. I'm a scary clown now, Dad. Oh, I do the molesting now, Dad. And uh, yeah, when I went, there was a lot of bath salts, and um, they Jeez. have this thing called a hepatitis. Uh, lake. There's a th- uh, there's a great doc called American Juggalo. Oh, okay. Have you ever seen it? It's only no. 20 minutes long. And and people, <laughs> I know your attention span because you're drinking all the time. <laughs> oh, no. You're in the booze. Wait a minute, Chris Hardwick. How dare you speak to me that way? It's a day at a time. Uh, so so um so the uh, 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 what were we talking about? I'm sorry, I derailed. Oh, uh, American American Juggalo is really good, and people go, "Dude, you did the Gathering. Have you ever seen that movie?" And it's like, "Yeah, I want you to understand that movie was done during the day. Uh, those interviews are during the day. So I hit the stage at 1 a.m. You know. So, oh man. Yeah, and um, boy did I pander. 
You know, I, I really thought I was going to go up there and explain how magnets really work, you know? Like, like when a negatively charged ion and a positively charged ion try to occupy the same space, you know, and just explain Neg- it. And that's how motherfucking magnets work. Good night. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. I just went out there and I was like, whoop, whoop, family. Yeah. <laughs> I love y'all. I love oh. you guys. It is. Uh. And, and, um, and uh, and I have to say they were very nice to me, which is the the, the thing. But the the uh, other parts of it, you know, when up Chuck the clown was driving me around on this golf cart, and uh, and all the juggalos were just parting for us, like who are the millionaires? Who are the fancy people? And um, um, this this juggalo breaks free, and he runs alongside of the golf cart, and he just starts punching the shit out of ju- out of up Chuck. Fuck you, up Chuck! And up Chuck just hits the gas. We speed off, and he goes, <laughs> I'm here every year. They know me. <laughs> and, uh, and then he's trying to tell me that this is just as rowdy as a Dave Matthews concert. And that pissed me off so much. I didn't say anything. But like, like he's like looking at me. He goes, he's old. He probably likes Dave Matthews. Oh, like, right. Bobcat's probably either a parrot head or a Dave Matthews. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk his language. So... Um, then an unopened can of Fago uh, cracked him in the head, like at a full baseball pitch, Jesus. and it made a pop noise. And he kind of went out for a second, and he slumped over on the steering wheel. And then Jesus. he comes to, and he goes, "I'm hurt. I'm hurt really bad." <laughs> and he hits the gas. He goes, "Steer!" And then I'm, I'm weaving in and out of Juggalos, oh trying to steer Jesus. at full throttle. I'm hurt. They know me here. Like, like it's like it's Mr. Toad's wild ride. And then someone um, needs to animate that. That's and then he and then he put a cup. Uh, he put a nice cold Fago on his concussion because <laughs> his head swelled up. That's the beauty in that. And then he did some sort of uh, mad rails in front of me, which allegedly I shouldn't say that he did that, but he, (laughs) you know, it might have been him. You know what? If if uh, if Juggalos listen to this podcast, fucking job well done on my part. Yeah, (laughs) reaching all the people. I think that's like a home remedy. You know, feed a fever. (laughs) (laughs) There's uh, footage online. It's a quick clip from this past one. I guess it was this past weekend or last week. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just one of those guys you're talking about, morbidly obese, huge gut hanging over his you know knees basically, and then there's just like a, a chick there twerking on his stomach, just rubbing her ass on his belly. Well, check the, it out. It's great. The most disturbing thing I've seen at the gathering of the Juggalos, something I never thought I'd say out loud, um, was a, a a naked young woman with a menu written in Sharpie on her chest. Like, you know, blowjobs, you know, $50, you oh know. Yeah, yeah. Is there any security? No, no. And th- why are you saying those prices are insane? Yeah, I know. There's a, there's a better business bureau for this chick. It, it, there's no security because there's no, there's no the permits. There's, there's no, no police. There's because nothing. everyone's family. Yeah, oh, everyone's yeah. Family. We well, take care and of if our you own. if you look at you go through the photos, every BuzzFeed always publishes shit. Uh, everybody publishes slideshows. There, it's an open air drug market more than you've ever oh, seen. Oh, sure, like, yeah. It's just like. Oh yeah, this this is this much. This is this much. Yeah, yeah. If you bring your own needle, it's this much. If we have to shoot you up, it's this much. Oh my god, it's it's yeah. fucked. Fuck but, hey. they're having a summer. <laughs> <laughs> 
They definitely are. Next they year, Howard. Are. Oh, man. Right. I don't know. It sounds like they're working. Have a jugga. <laughs> jugga. It sounds like they're uh, We're going to take a break with a song. We got this submitted to us. Uh, uh, this is what they said in their email. I'm not sure what your stance is on covers. We love them if they're good. Uh, but my band, Blank Men, four-piece synth punk outfit from uh, Fort Worth, Texas, recently recorded one of Devo's Going Under. Uh, it will be featured on an upcoming fan-produced tribute album called Not Necessarily Beautiful But Mutated, Volume 10, which will be getting a limited release out of Cleveland, Ohio, come this August, through an event called Devotional 2014, a Devo convention of sorts. Who knew? Uh, since the release will be rather small scale, we're hoping you could play our cover on your show so you can get a little more exposure beyond the hardcore Devo fans that reside in Ohio. So here is their version, the blank men of doing uh, Go Under. Two things 
That was Withershins with the song Aquamarine. Uh, and before that was the song that we said played before that. Hey, Jonah, real quick, can I recommend that ICP song, Ghetto Rainbows? Okay, so. Ghetto uh, Rainbows. Yeah, you. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like, uh, it's a cut above their usual stuff. Now, I don't know if we mentioned in the past, you know, I was in a, a, a few punk bands when I was a young man. You didn't mention that. And uh, I'll give you an idea how key I was to these both these bands. They had a reunion last weekend, and I wasn't invited. Wait, what? <laughs> I was not needed. So the most famous guy from these from these bands from this yeah, band. But I, I mean, I got kicked out of the Dead Ducks, and, and I should have. By the way, I, I really yeah. sucked. And uh, these uh, are B- Boston punk bands. No, it's Central New York, Syracuse. Okay. And uh, circa what? What year? Uh, this is like when we were kids, you know, uh, in high school. So like. 78 probably yeah okay it's like you could have been one of the original american punk bands well we 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 were pretty you know we were really coming off of like the ramones and stuff so yeah so mm-hmm. it was all right right then you know but living in upstate new york you know we would actually get these bands would come through and stuff right on their way to toronto and stuff so so yeah so so the dead ducks but then the other band that i only played bass like maybe one or two nights for is called the trend and and they have a single that's actually really sought after right now oh really yeah 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 but um yeah so they had a reunion <laughs> i, I would have went if i could have but, but uh, <laughs> uh, i'm sure my invite was you know email like it might have went to the junk so wait what was the transition then from like you were playing in bands and then you, did you immediately start doing comedy i got kicked out and then i would do oh, yeah. comedy in between the bands oh really uh, yeah 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 so that's really when i started doing stand-up even before and is that how that ca- that character developed because you were at punk shows and you had to kind of- <laughs> no, it, no. It, it was just um no because my first stand-up was really stupid like you know i was obviously aping steve martin a lot and people like that you know yeah but um that persona came about oddly enough it was a guy uh who who it was in a s- sketch group and he was a guy who had seen bigfoot no way! Seriously, wow! Seriously. So full, circle, full circle, guys! Yeah! yeah. Wow! Yeah! That's yeah. insane! That's that's the true origin of that. Yeah! That's yeah. cool. I I wondered that like yeah where the voice came from and stuff. And, and also, they, it was much easier to be that way on stage than to pretend to be uh, relaxed. And mm-hmm. also, the other thing was is like I had no life experiences. You know, what I mean, I wasn't talking about dating. You know, what I mean, I was yeah. sixteen. You know. So uh wow, I didn't know you started that young. Yeah, I was like 15, 16. And then and then um but the early stand up would be just I really loved Kaufman and, and Brother Theodore and stuff like that. So it would be like it was no stand up, you know. I mean, I'd go out on stage, "Oh, it's thank you very much. It's nice to be here." And then I'd start crying. <laughs> and then I would read a dear John letter, a real dear John letter I got, and then I'd say, you know, and then I try to get my shit together and start the act again. I'm like, oh, my wife, my wife is so fat. How fat is she? I go. I told you I don't even have a girlfriend. Don't you fucking listen? <laughs> I'm just crying, you know. And then, um, and then I would do different things. Like well, I, I would flirt with coming out of the character when, and I and I drop the character and I say, oh, this is the part of the show where I, I like to gut and clean fish. And then. Um, uh, someone would have a fish, you know. And this is when I was 18. I was at the Ding Ho. And my roommate, Dan, had this ba- uh, this big fish. I can't remember what it was. It was like a pike. And um, 
it was a little bit rancid from being in the trunk of the car. So <laughs> I open up the guts of it and spill it on stage, you know, oh. and this woman just contact vomited on. Oh. And so and so I held the mic down so you could hear her vomiting over the, the, the PA system. And you know who was there? Stephen King, while he was writing the story, The Body, which would become the movie Stand By Me. Oh. Yeah. Full circle, guys. Full circle. I was expecting a little bit more. Yeah. Did they serve food in Welcome there while you were doing the shows? Yeah, they did serve food. It was so a like, Ding Ho Chinese comedy You club. cut open the rotten fish while people are eating dinner? Yeah, well, and then the next comic, who's a nice guy, Bill Campbell, came out, and he's like, you know, I'm married. And, you know, he's just doing <laughs> observations. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, I'm raising kids. File <laughs> and, and Shun Lee was this guy who owned the Ding Ho, and it was one of the few times he ever spoke with me. He, he just says, uh, Bobby, you weird. You weird. You too weird. <laughs> <laughs> I know two things, Chinese food and comedy, and you weird. You weird. <laughs> hey, is that the original alt room ever, or it wasn't even alt? Or, or what, what, what? I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, it was. We, we were kind of all forced to not be derivative of each other, so... So, like, if if you were similar in any way to any other act, you just didn't get work. So it did right. force us all to kind of have our own voice and, right. and, and try our own things. But, I mean, this is... Back then, I would go to New York, and I would audition for things, and I'd be with Jim Carrey, you know, and he'd come out, and he'd do uh, Rainbow Connection. You know, he'd dress, you know, he'd do Kermit the Frog and get a standing ovation. Really? And Yeah, a standing O, because his impressions were amazing. And then I would come on, and I would have, you know, mascara on, and I'd be in a leisure suit, and, and you know, and I'd be doing something like what I just described. And I'd, <laughs> and I'd clear the room like a bad fart. You know? Nice. <laughs> so. But then you were, the, you were the first one to kind of blow up out of that scene. No, Stephen Wright, and then myself. That's Stephen right. Stephen Wright did, and then, and then, and then I did. And, and it was taken poorly at the time because... And, and rightly so. You know, these other guys were huge in Boston. They were like rock stars. And then all of a sudden, this kid who moves in from out of town gets on Letterman right away. It, it was, it was, you know, tough for them to see. You know, I think they felt like Stephen was their age and one of them. And then this kid comes in and gets on Letterman. So, yeah, yeah I mean, it, it was a, it was a, there was a very strict, almost class system sort of. Everything I've read about and seen about that, yeah. it feels like. Everybody expected, like, okay, he's the senior, I'm the junior, yeah. He's a, and then you... And he's going to be the next one to pop, but, yeah. but um, you know, it, it's... It, yeah, so, so but the, the movie, when stand-up stood out, kind of makes it look like it was, you know, like... Like, when I watched the movie, I watched it with all those guys who were pissed when I... Uh, you know, we weren't... We're not, like, enemies, you know, we all just laughed when we watched it together. It wasn't, you know... Wasn't yeah, and I, I'm always curious about this. Where's Ron Lynch playing uh, this whole this whole scene? Sure, Ron was a part of a comedy team, Bob and Ron. That's right. Yeah, and yeah. like, and it's funny because one time I made a joke. I was like, uh, I was I was really young, and I was like, it's so cool when you're doing comedy, and you know, you kind of start doing shows with the generation that came before you. Do you, do you remember what that was like? He's like, huh, there was no one before me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. There was no scene. It's yeah. true. There was. No, I mean, that scene there was. It was all started. All those guys all started it. Yeah. And so it seems like the most organic, I mean, uh, as far as that's has been documented, I, I can't tell of any other place that just, it is very punk the way just everyone found this 
restaurant to do shows in. I mean, that sounds like any punk scene you ever hear. It's like, oh, yeah. we, we found this place to do comedy shows. And none of us really knew how to do it, do but it. we knew that we could somehow figure it out. Yeah, well, that was Barry Crimmins, the guy I'm doing the doc on. You know, he, he started that scene, and, and, and uh, yeah, and that's, yeah, I mean... You know, it, it, the room itself was physically a great room for comedy too. So that 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 probably had it, but it was madness. You know, I I mean, you can't explain it to people. Uh, I, I mean, people get really sentimental about it, but it was only for f- a handful of years. You know, I remember um, I was at the Dingho, and we would board up the windows with cardboard so the light wouldn't come in. So we would just party all night, and so people wouldn't know we were in there. And um, and I'm 18 and I'm j- just doing blow on the bar and we're just hammered out of our minds. And then the doors swing open and I just see backlit from the daylight is is like three policemen and I'm gacked out of my mind and I'm like, oh, I'm going to jail. And these cops come in, they go. <laughs> well, they actually go, you're under arrest. And then they go, hey, Lenny, you cocksucker, how the fuck are you? No. Yeah, and they all just come in and sit down with us and start doing blow and drink. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah. So, uniform? Yeah, yeah. It was, just, it was just anarchy. It was anarchy. It was fucking no, it, Was all of Boston kind of like that? I don't time? know. Our world was like that. Our world, it was very violent, too. You know, like uh, one of the bartenders was selling blow, and he got beaten to death by, you know, Jesus. taped to a chair and beaten to death. And, but, but, like, but his sorcerer. you went to San Francisco as well, right? Yeah, then I went to San Francisco where everybody was, like, going, you know, it's funny. They're, like, going, this is a rough club. I go, really? Because <laughs> I used to play clubs where I saw a comedian break a heckler's arm. Oh Jesus! So I, I can't imagine this is going to be too hard for me. There's yeah, that yeah. Fo- there's that one footage of the guitar comic. Uh, it's in that movie Heck- Heckler, where the yeah, guitar comic yeah, gets yeah, heckled. Yeah, the yeah. guy comes up and it's a. Uh, it's so funny because you think it's going to be kind of just like, oh, fuck, yeah, like what a rough and tumble. But it's so violent because there's nothing else. It's a crowd of people and nothing else is going on. Oh, yeah. It's not, it's not like an unruly room or anything. Yeah. It just picks the it's guy. It's just an act of violence yeah. in the middle goes, of them. You saw him. He came at me. You saw him. Yes. <laughs> and, the crowd's like, and the crowd's like, oh, no. no. And what's yeah. really funny about that clip, if you watch it, it is the Zapruder film of, for stand-ups. <laughs> <laughs> is, is he... After he crashes the guitar, and the whole guitar is gone, you know, it's and, and and it's just like the, the 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 skeletal remains of this guitar is around his neck. He's pumped up, and he's and he just he he puts the pick into back into the strings <laughs> <laughs> at the top. Like, there's nothing left of the guitar. Always, every time I see the clip, I always wonder. It's like. I bet that guy uh, regrets being a guitar comic right now. I bet a witch he had like 10 minutes that he could do without the that yeah. guitar. Yeah, without a weapon. <laughs> yeah. But that wasn't in Boston. That, no, that was, that's, I think that's Chicago, isn't it? it was like, I thought it was like in the South when that happened. Oh, really? But you hear like, when you listen to the long version, like everybody gets out and then you hear this one woman mumble as she walks by the microphone. And she goes, eh, so that's comedy. <laughs> that's like in the Danzig video when Danzig gets punched out you just hear faintly in the background sucker punch yeah. <laughs> after Danzig had shoved the dude yeah real sucker punch yeah he, he came after me no uh, oh man <laughs> so yeah. wait, this is uh, uh, Ghetto Rainbows is the song uh, that's, that's the worst like 
radio DJ. Segway. So anyway, get well, a rainbow. Oh yeah, we're back on ICP. Well, I just uh, I, I pulled it up, and I don't I don't want this. I don't really don't want this showing up on my history. Uh, <laughs> really? Well, we could play some Gangrene and or Mission of Burma. They were these Mission. Are bands, okay, that's gangrene. that's what I want to know. That's actually what I was going to get to earlier when you're talking about Boston. So, so uh, yeah, I was actually friends with Burma back then. You know, I, I would go to their shows and stuff all the time. So in the in that book I was telling you about, uh, Our Bank of Beer Life, they talk about how Mission of Burma was just unfortunate enough to start doing their own thing too early. Or if they had just like started a few years later, they would have had that whole underground network of yeah. places to play. Underground but were- pool network. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I heard Burma's covering it. Oh, they should. Uh, now they've it's got clouding up. <laughs> yeah. But so like you were you were there during uh, when, when sure were- sure yeah I would see uh, I saw Burma a lot you know yeah uh, back in the day. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, you know, people still give them their credit, and they and 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 they tour now, and 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 see their, mu- you know, their music obviously influenced a lot of people. But, but yeah, they were kind of uh, the equivalent of what the comedy scene was, you know. But Boston's always had like a a, a, a punk and, and and hardcore scene all into itself, you know. Yeah, was that one of the things that made Boston, you go? Not Austin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Was that one of the reasons you went to Boston? Was because of like the no, music No, I scene moved there and... following uh, Barry Crimmins. You know, he, he, I started doing stand-up with him, and he, he was in Syracuse and Skinny Atlas and stuff. And then, and then, and then um, I, did, I knew I didn't have enough material or I wasn't ready to go to New York or L.A., so, so I moved to Boston, and it was just a great time to be there. That's, so what year did you move to Boston? Um, I'm sure it's around 80, I think. Oh, okay. I graduated from high school in 80, and I screwed off in my hometown for a while, and then I left. Yeah, yeah. And like you did, so was that the time we were in bands and stuff like that? Bands in high school, uh, I, that was out of my system pretty early on. Um, what did you do in the band? You uh, played bass in one of them. I played bass, uh, and then I, I, I sang. It was terrible, man. <laughs> you got? Is there footage or? No, I don't think so. I don't. If think you have so. footage, send it to yeah, you. Yeah. Radio uh, at gmail dot com. Yeah, it's pretty bad, man. It's bad times. So you know, a man's got to know his limitations. That's true. That's true. It's so, like now you were, you know, you were in Jersey, and you, were you into the music scene before you got into comedy? Or yeah, did, the you whole didn't get into comedy until you went to Austin, right? Um, well, I started. I did a couple nights in New York, but then I wound up moving to Austin and really starting there. But I mean, I was in bands all in high school and junior high school and college, and then we used to joke around like, if this doesn't work out, we got to become stand-ups, and we would just joke about it. And then, um, like sophomore year of college, the last band broke up, and I was like. Oh wow! Like the time is here. Like I got to do stand up now. (laughs) We all made a promise, guys. I'll see you in Austin, Texas. Packed. Yeah. So, so in the bands, what did you play? Uh, Bass and sang a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) But I didn't get it out of my system. Drummers, by the way. What? It's usually the drummers. (laughs) That dude, stand up. That's yeah, obviously drummers. Uh, drummers. Yeah, I play yeah. drums and oh yeah, Todd uh, Berry, Dice, Armerson, uh, yeah, Bill Burr is a drummer. Bill Burr. Mel Brooks, Mel Brooks, Mel Brooks. Wow. Was a drummer. Oh, wow. Johnny Carson was a drummer. And were you doing originals or were you doing? Yeah, we're originals. We were like, um, you know, like just mid eighties. Uh, you know, there was like Jersey core. <laughs> we were in hardcore. It was like we liked you know Minuteman and Black Flag and oh, Dead really? Kennedys and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. 
Well, that's what's so funny about when that time in, you know, what was considered, like, you know, punk and hardcore of the 80s is that it's like, it's like, you know, like hardcore punk music, like Minutemen, who sound, uh, and Black Flag. They're completely different bands. Yeah. Right. You yeah. know, and Husker Du, completely different yeah. bands. Seven Seconds. Seven Seconds. Like all the, you know, they all sounded different, yet yeah. they were all on like SST. Yeah. And it was, uh, there was it, that, that's what's like, you, like, you know, that book. But uh, you should mention the name of the book, was it? Our band could be your life. Don't worry. Okay. The past uh, oh, eighteen dying? episodes. Yeah. Oh, really? You must really I'm a slow it. reader. I I, I I get sleepy and then I masturbate instead. Uh, um, but like, what were some of the band? It's not names? usually the order of that. <laughs> usually, yeah. you, you masturbate and then you get sleepy. No, I need it. It's like my caffeine. Yeah, <laughs> it wakes you up. Yeah, it wakes me up and it keeps Speed me from going reading? and spending money on records. <laughs> it's. I love that you texted me at like. 9 a.m. this morning. Hey, do you have that uh, shellac? It wasn't 9 a.m. That's a big testament to you. It was about. Well, no, it was I like two in the afternoon. <laughs> it was two in the afternoon. I had a long weekend. Yeah, and I was. I just happened to see the record. I'm, I'm I was out flyering. I was out flyering for my TV show today. Really? I was going. To, I was. Were you really? I was going to that's record stores, man. That that's 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 DIY. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's as DIY as it gets. Well, yeah, the box of posters for the meltdown. Yeah, so you're just putting them up. I went. Like, I, I went to. You know, there's about three hundred some million people in the United States. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how can that can that make a difference? Like, I mean, because you know what? LA I don't know. Influencer tastemaker city. Right. Yeah, you know. Um, I can't. I feel like I remember he talked about it. I don't know if he did it. He may have. You know, Chappelle wanted to to leak out DVDs so people were selling them, like in Brooklyn. You know, on, oh, nice. on oh, the yeah, yeah. And stuff. So, he, so I guess that makes sense. I don't know. It just it was. If it, it feels, it felt weird having a show, um, and not doing that. I don't know why. Because yeah. I mean, even with when I started the the actual Meltdown Live show, I would I went and, you know put flyers around. You know the record store. I don't know. It's just uh, I've done it since I started performing. That's really funny, man. And so I was doing it you today. You know, it's on a network, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not a real network. <laughs> Let's get the time code on that last. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why. Hey, I... the the original Summerfest. I look back at the poster. It was presented by Jonah Ray's Meltdown. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I didn't even. Know. I forgot about that Before era. You forgot that I I came up with the idea for Summerfest. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot about that? Yeah, it's very percent. Yeah, I did actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember the first Summerfest. It's like yeah, he was. Pu- I was like, hey, how would be really funny if we put on this like kind of party during the day on a Saturday? You know, like the whole summer bit. We'll call it summer fest. We'll have all this stuff. You know, I'll get a you know keg of beer. We'll have comics and. It'll be fun. And then um, Howard shows up three hours after it had started. <laughs> and like I was like, well, where the fuck have you been? You're like the guy I did this for. He's not working, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what his excuse was? Yeah. I, I had to get a summer cut. <laughs> I did. I went and got my hair cut, and um, it took a while. But, I mean, I just don't go to any party right when it starts. It's your party! <laughs> I don't care. Me and, me, me and my See, mom... you know what I'm thinking? This summer lifestyle you're talking about, that's just another form of nihilism. <laughs> well, that's punk rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it could be, man. Yeah, I mean, look, I think people were having a great time with or without me being there, like... Yeah. yeah, I mean, how did they not know he was just over by the keg? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, an entrance. Or how about this? When you go to, like, Festival Supreme, do you get there at 1 p.m. and Jack Black's <laughs> hanging out there? No. Like, you're probably not going to see him until 9 p.m. That's true. That's there true. you go. Boom, have a summer. <laughs> <laughs> so you're comparing yourself to Jack Black? 
<laughs> we both do musical comedy. <laughs> if you draw the comparisons, he can't be blamed. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's, you know, people just do it. Right. He can't stop. Are like, are, are we gonna are we gonna get to Ghetto Rainbow? Oh yeah, sure. Go Please, for it. Ghetto Rainbow. <laughs> I feel like it's a step backwards. Sold so far. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. That deep bass. How the fuck could this be? Up in the sky, there is a rainbow over the. Where they switch from certain drugs to more. That's Molly talking, yeah. Growable drugs. Yeah, and he says, But I can't imagine this audience like going, hey, they're going to do Ghetto Rainbow. (laughs) It's it's divisive for sure. It's like kind of that moment in a rap show where you've been talking about ass and and, uh, drugs for like an hour. Yeah. Yeah. And then let's just take it down for a second. Like the ballad. Look above the wait. What do you say? Look, said, look up above the city. city. Look back down. Shitty. Shitty. Come on, man. I can't believe I, I'm not, man. You know what? I take it all back. I am down with the clown. <laughs> You're yeah. going back. There's the last track on this album that came out in 2012. Um, it's a. This is, yeah, it's got like collided. What's the name of the album? Um, the Great Kalinko or you really something. You won't play this because you don't want it showing up. On, the man. Mighty Death Pop, smothered cover, chunked red pop. The Mighty Death Pop's a good one too. Um, I, I want to play. I want to play. No, guess, man, what's wrong with this? Yeah, this stick with this. You want to keep the best one? There's a track called Guess My Religion. Nah, <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah, this one. Killers are lurking. Yes, then I hear the birds are chirping. This world ain't meant for this. Of the ICPs, this is. Is this violent, Jay? So much bliss, but easy to miss. Rubbers on the sidewalk, you syringes. Stuck in a hotel, two week benches. Look high in the sky to remind you, even if you lost rainbows, will find you. Oh, really? Oh, wow. <laughs> I was like rating for you it's like an eight-inch record, like a what? No, just you a guys. Headshot. You guys gonna talk all over this man? Down the drain, mom's in pain. Need that boy in the veins. It's so hard, so many distractions, so much negative action keeps your attention placed off the magic and on the way. Summer. Oh my God, you see a rainbow? Well, they're talking about summer. Holes will wreck your shit. Don't get caught dreaming. I hope your head might get locked in a scope. If you standing there looking at a rainbow, you might wonder where'd your brains go. Shotgun with a scope on it. If you're standing there looking at a rainbow, you might wonder where'd your brain go. It's a silly thing to do. So it's not. It's like about keep your head on the streets. Don't go looking up into the sky. Or don't get shot. As we've encouraged you to do for the last three verses. Everyone wanna see you succeed. A hundred more wanna see you bleed. 
And when they say "thar," they go "thar" is a rainbow, like a like a pirate captain. I mean, it's like it's oh. That was the middle four, as Paul McCartney calls it. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, uh, it's great and it's terrible and it's great and it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. No, it's yeah. pretty uh, pretty much one of those things. They had me on uh, how the fuck could that be? Yeah, yeah. They yeah, just grabbed it. Beautiful, man. Yeah. Oh. There, is no, also, there is no radio-friendly edit. Yeah. It's, it's logically, <laughs> like, a, like, musically and, like, subject matter-wise, a step towards the mainstream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the chorus is how the, <laughs> the fuck, fuck could that be? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think you can't... It's, oh, they'll bleep it for the radio. How the whoop whoop. <laughs> yeah. It sours the whole deal. But yeah. they're being sentimental, so they're cursing the kind of... That, that's a good up. point. Yeah, yeah. They're like, this sounds a bit pussy. How do we rectify <laughs> right. that? Yeah, Just yeah. put fucking in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's such weak contrast. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's beautiful. Yeah. I just take it for what it is, man. Oh, it's definitely Be sure to catch to- Bobcat Goldthwait on next year's <laughs> Gathering of the Juggalos. Yeah, I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see a Tila Tequila? No, no, no. Oh. But that was the year before me when she... When they... Yeah. They ran out of Fago to hit her with, so they knocked over the outhouses and just started throwing human shit. Are you at serious? Her. Yeah. Did she get hit with it? But yeah. It yeah. No. She's tenacious, though. She stays on yeah. stage while she's getting Defiant. rocks and bottles and, and feces. On YouTube? Yeah. I yeah. bet there was a. Did you have a thing that's like, you have to do this much time? Yeah, that could be it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's, that's what I did. Oh, that was that's what I did. They know. Yeah, yeah. They know. It was yeah. like a Dirty Dan knows what he's It what was he's doing. a it was an inverted GG Allen concert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the audience is Yeah, the eyes don't shit at one person. Yeah. Did you ever <laughs> throw uh, garbage at this four foot eleven? Filipino woman. Yeah. Oh. Did you ever see uh GG Allen? No, I uh, uh I went to and he was a no show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's the George Jones of, uh, <laughs> of uh, the replacement uh, yeah. All right, we're gonna take a break with a song from Beach Slang. Ooh, uh, promising. This is the song. Who would ever <laughs> want anything so broken? Enjoy. That sounds. Thank you. 
Nothing, Neil. Nothing from Neil. Nothing from Neil. It just quit. Quit on you. That is, those are weird. We say, who was the, that uh, was the Smarties with Michael Riley uh, <laughs> from frequent guest Mike Henry. Uh, oh, right on. Thoughts and prayers out to Mike Henry, who oh, just lost, he just lost uh, his, cat. one of his cats. Oh, no. Uh, Dave. Uh, oh. So, uh, how many, yeah. how many cats? Dave. Yeah. He had He's one two. now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bobcat lost all of his cats. Yeah. I, I got to say, like, uh, little animals, that really bothers me. I really do have a, a, a soft spot for. Soft animals, things. me too. People not so much, but animals. <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> just uh, the, this gig this weekend. The, the 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 bar I was playing in, it was on the fourth floor, and uh, and these guys w- w- like they would jump. Uh, it's kind of a spring break kind of thing. They, uh, the you, drunk bros would jump from one railing to the other, and three of them died. Hey, oh, oh Jesus! Yeah. While you were there. No, no, oh. no. But they shut down the club for ten, 11 nights. <laughs> hey, really quick. And I, my opening line was, I go, hey, you guys, uh, tonight I'm just going to ask you, when you exit, use the stairs. And, uh, and the crowd's like, whoa. I go, yeah, we lost three really good pairs of Oakleys. <laughs> <laughs> I got so worried that you'd forgotten that you had told that story earlier. And then I realized we weren't recording. No, I, I, I'm a professional. I told, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what city was that in? That was in Grand Rapids. Oh, okay. Uh, and real yeah. quick, just because uh, I've mentioned it on the show before, but it's one of my favorite things. Tell the uh, the uh, Colorado story. Oh, oh, that one was. You mean the? You, you, <laughs> um, <laughs> just getting dr- drunk heckler woman who's yelling, and, and and people always think like they yell up where they're from as if like that's an entitlement to be obnoxious. Not not just for any reason. Like you know, I'm from Jersey. You know, what mm-hmm. I mean that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, this woman's hammering me, and I'm in Colorado. And she goes, "I'm from Aurora," and I go, and she's in the back of the room. I was like. You, I go. I know because you learn to sit in the back. Yeah. <laughs> How did that? Was that a turning point in the show? It was. Um, no, you know, my. Sometimes people get what I'm saying, and then other times it goes over their head, and they're just waiting me to do the voice from Police Academy. <laughs> as long as you go back to that, you could probably get away with yeah, anything. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You just I say was, the worst thing, and then just I go was back so and... tired the other week doing my act. Uh, I really closely came to just doing it as the old act uh-huh. because I was like, "Well, this is stupid. None of these people want to hear my stand-up. Mm-hmm. I know what they want. Right. They know what, and why." Won't I just give it to him? Have you tried right. flipping it where you do the old bits in your regular voice and then your new bits, which are just stories? Uh, <laughs> and the old That's character. what I was really close to doing. I really was. Though. I was just like, who gives a shit? No one's going to know. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, you know, and then it gets all over the internet. The interwebs. Yeah. No, but I, even then they would be happy, you know? <laughs> uh, um, Bobcat brought out his old voice. You won't believe what happened next. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Did you they, ever want to hear the N word with? Bobcat saying it. Well, here you go. <laughs> well, that's that's when the the cameras come out. It, you know, it's it, it, the phones. Everybody's hoping you're going to pull Michael Richards and and say something that they can they can you know get a lot of hits on. It's just yeah. so weird now. Yeah, the whole. I mean, I, I never would have guessed. Like you know, in the into the microphone. Even into the oh, sorry. <laughs> Technology. It's also, uh, it's right? also the sound. The comedian slash yeah. rapper forgot to speak into the microphone. <laughs> it wasn't forget. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Anyway, Bobcat. Um, I, what were we talking about? Uh, the, the, the time we had, who would have thought digital age? Oh, just that um, in the 90s, you would never have thought this is the last era in the dawn of time where it's just going to be private moments where it's not where yeah you know what i mean yeah, yeah. it's such a completely different landscape now and it's never probably going to go true. away neil and i uh get into those arguments sometimes because uh well, recently neil uh sent me a picture of himself hey there everybody this is neil dropping in um you're gonna hear some beeps and bleeps here uh jonah brought up something i don't want to talk about so uh that's what's up with that. Uh, be sure to watch Drunk History Tuesday nights at 10, followed by Nathan For You on Comedy Central. Um, and also The Meltdown, Jonah and Kamel, 12.30 Wednesday nights, uh, 11.30 Central. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. Thanks. But it's really just to make yourself laugh or Yeah, it's like and, every time... It's like it's the last thing to go. Five minutes while I'm like... You know, fixing up the rest of it, and you know, yeah, it, it never gets old. And so I posted it on the Jonah Radio Instagram account. Wow! Yeah. Uh, and I got, but I don't want to deal with that. That's <laughs> not for everyone. Here's another thing that happened uh, recently. Uh, I was on. I guess, Wait a second. Pause. Why? What are you getting into right now? Well, basically, we had to do it at. I can't put this in. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Did you take pictures of it? As... Come on. You're not gonna get known as shit. Don't listen to this thing. So he put your I'm promoting some on here. Uh, it, no, for you. No, but seriously. <laughs> <laughs> like I would, You're anti-Sama, John. <laughs> I mean, it's evident. You write down that fucking time code. I really don't want that. What do you... No one... Who cares? <laughs> I care. Ladies, the ladies. The talking to here cares. The guy who... Here's a guy that I lit care. a couch on fire. Yeah, but uh, right. don't use me as as a, a, a greer. Bobcat's above the law. He didn't light a couch on fire <laughs> and then send it to one friend. <laughs> you didn't send it to just me. I didn't send it to you at all. I sent it to... Exactly. <laughs> we, I'm absolutely saying we have to well, there is like, no, okay. figure out a way to like segue back in. Neil, I'm, what I'm doing with this podcast is trying to, I'm trying to make you seem interesting. I'm trying to make you seem interesting. Every time I bring up something interesting you did, you ask us to it. cut it out. Well, don't out him if he's... So why did you put... Reminds me of something. I went, I went to this. I went. Wait, wait, no! Don't tell your story. Yeah, tell the story, Bobcat. Oh, I went to. I went to. Hey, we're back. Hey, Bobcat. What's hey, up? I went to. Hey, we're back. Years ago, I went to Kimmel's uh, New Year's Eve party, and he passed out before New Year's, and then I. <laughs> his beach place and took photos of it. Oh wow! How long did you wait before you send them? I never did. <laughs> I, just, I just remembered. I got to put that on my things to do list. <laughs> Regular Jonah Radio listener. Yeah, see? yeah, yeah. See, isn't that? Did you feel? No better? one's gonna understand what you're talking about because all of that was cut out. Cash. You leave that in. Oh man. Or we no longer do this podcast. <laughs> But right now, let's get into some, uh, you know, some real good Twitter games. You know, the kind of Twitter games that are real. <laughs> Look how proud you are of it. I'll know what you're talking about. <laughs> you're just making it harder to cut out. Let's. Keep, this is so much like wait, wait, don't tell me. <laughs> no, no, all this is staying in. It's not staying in. Neil, I'm trying to do you a solid. Everyone thinks you're boring. <laughs> 
great. A good, another good title. <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing? I was uh, going to get into the uh, the Twitter stuff. Uh, people, we asked p- people what we should talk about. This is kind of a lightning round thing as we're going right. to wrap up this thing. Uh, Dustin Martian says, "Country Western versus trip hop." Howard, wait, what, what about was, it? Oh, these are just like vague questions. Yeah. Like, okay. Oh, just what? what yeah, these are these are real <laughs> questions. Well, country western is like a really proven great genre, and trip hop was like two, like a year and a half or something. Yeah. Don't you? Uh, what's the? Uh, what's what's your take on uh, country and uh, hip hop? You know, I think they're very similar, Jonah. It's just basically uneducated people talking about exactly what happened to them that day. That's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what they own. Yeah, what they own, what they have. But, you know, they celebrate. (laughs) Yeah, an inventory. Accentuating the positive. I got a dog. I got a wife. I got a gun. I love this country. I got a gun chain. This is the place. I'm from the place to be. (laughs) (laughs) Um, At uh, Boss 1000, Ross Llewellyn uh, says, I challenge you to give a serious consideration to K slash J-pop. If you have to challenge somebody to give a consideration, uh, your point is valid. And who can tell the difference? Am I right, guys? Oh, All right. Seriously. I, I, I think that stuff's fun visually. I don't really like the music too much, but it's, like, interesting, the whole, you know, it's like yeah. those bands have, like, 50 members, some of them. It's super frenetic. It's like, yeah, I don't know. It seems like the future. It's like a little glimpse. Into yeah. What our overlords will be playing for us in 15 years. I think years. we really missed the mark on what music was going to sound like in the future because all the equipment was going to be like electric. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, 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 yeah the Star Wars band, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> like those guys were still it's, blowing into pieces of wood. What? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, exactly. It's going to be a guy hitting a red button on the wall and going, there you up. go. Yeah. At the Connor to- Cones says, Riot Girl, All Riot Girl, Young Howard Rocked, Early Amy Mann. Bobcat probably dug it. What does that mean? I have no idea. That's I rocked words in a row. I mean, she was on our podcast that we talked about. I just I used to listen to Voices Carry and watch that video and had a big crush on her. But I don't know what that means. I rocked. She was on the uh, Back to the Beach soundtrack. Amy Ooh, Mann. Wow. Amy yeah. Mann. I, I directed a video for Amy Mann. Yeah, That's right. Yeah, with Morgan Murphy. Oh, right on. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. At Gray Fox 182 says subgenre breakdown, i.e., metal, metalcore, hardcore, grindcore, Viking metal. I'm not a librarian. Do your own breakdown. <laughs> hey, what's the one? Crab punk or what's that one called? Sea punk? Crabcore. Crab that's it. What that's the thing? What's crabcore? Uh, Into the mic. I don't. I, that's now I'm on the spot. I could I could think of the term, but I don't know that I know how to. Like I, I feel like the the guys in the band would do the like like the almost like the the new bass player from Metallica does yeah. that weird oh, yeah, like yeah. like they all do White that stance stance based yeah. rock yeah categorization at i Naderek says talk about Tool no. <laughs> so far, you haven't. We haven't taken any of these suggestions. It's kind of. Oh, yeah. hey, Bobcat, I got a question for Bobcat. Like Tool would sample Bill Hicks. Have you ever had like where a band put your stuff in their yeah, music? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Screeching Weasel oh. uh, sampled me, and um, that's the only ones that I remember. That which uh, wait, which that's cool. Screeching Weasel, that's one of my. Uh, favorite that's legit. Bands. Yeah. You know, pre-punching the woman in the face, Ben Weasel. <laughs> You know what? I think I dropped Screeching Weasel, and I think I'm wrong. Was it the Queers? No. The Vindictives? No. Shoot. 
Oh man, it's like a, even more a well-known. Oh, steel band. pole bathtub. Who did? Uh, <laughs> who did? Uh, who did? Uh, uh, punk rock girl. Oh, dead, 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 no, dead milkman. No. Dead, dead milkman. milkman. No, uh, yeah, dead milkman. They. Yeah. Hey, they hated the beach too. That was. was that's a. They could have had you on there. Yeah, yeah that was them. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, no, it was Dead Milk. Dead milk. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they sampled me. Screeching Weasel, I, I, I just, they came to mind because they used to Same send era. me a lot of their, uh, uh, they used to send me their albums all the time. I really like a handful of their albums uh, from the 90s, uh, but yeah, after uh, after Ben Weasel punched a woman in the face at a show in Austin, Texas, uh, it's hard to listen to. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's how, that's that's when Skid Row lost me, too. <laughs> yeah, they did that? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he like punch someone? Uh, Skid Row used to live in New Jersey at my mother's condo complex, and she would tell me like, "I saw Sebastian out at the pool today." It was just like at the height of Skid Row too. It's so weird. That's yeah, weird. I had a bunch of friends when I lived in DC. They were in hardcore bands, and they would always stay with Sebastian when they were going through Jersey. It was mm-hmm. like we could drive all night and get back to DC, but we could also stay in Jersey. Well, let's drive. Well, um. You know, the, the guitar player from the Frogs used to play with Sebastian. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, and he had a great recording, a phone message. Like, dude, we are going to rock fiercely. <laughs> <laughs> he, he just play it over and over. Oh, no. uh, it's funny. Uh, at Waffle Maddox says, would Bobcat ever direct a music video? And if so, which bands does he think you would work best with? You just said you did a Amy Mann video. I've done yeah. music videos. Not a lot of them. I, you know, I did the uh, Aquabats, you know. He did that yeah. Yeah. Guy last year. Matt Nathanson. Yeah, yeah, that's that, what we did. That it. one was brilliant. And um, I do, yeah, that's, uh, that video is worth seeing. Allison <laughs> 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 what, what was the guy's name? Matt Nathanson. Matt Nathanson. It's called Sid yeah, yeah, and Yeah, um, and... It, it, it is a, it is a uh, very pro... Uh, well, you have to see it. It's yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll link to it. Um, we'll let Adam know what to write down. Yeah. Uh, here's one. Uh, what's your favorite summer, summer record? Round Neil Mahoney. Neil Mahoney. Uh, we did the... Cruise. I said uh, that scene and Cake record, uh, whatever the one, jacking the ball. That was my answer yeah. last week. This week, I'm going to say... Uh, Don Caballero, American Don, because I bought it. Did I'm you buy it? All right. To it all week. What does that mean? Oh, oh, like a record you bought this summer? You mean? No, no, like, no, a, like just, it no, gets you summer in the summer mood. Oh, okay. <clears throat> oh, Catch a Wave by the Beach Boys is is one of my favorites of all time, and uh, uh, the Mollusk by Ween. If you've ever heard that, yeah. it's like a real funny Lego video in the ocean. I like those. A summer record, a record you put on that just kind of makes it feel like it's summertime. Oh, it could be Have a Summer from 2012 or Have Another Summer from 2013 <laughs> or some of this, some of that from right here in 2014. Yeah, next year's title. What's, the, what's this year's model? Oh, oh uh, next year? Yeah. Uh, I haven't exactly figured it out, but it might be like... Uh, fuck, I had an idea. Sorry, guys. Go around and it'll right. come back to me. Tony. Uh, just on the spot, just because it's the newest record that just came out. Is Braid, the, the no new, coast. Yep, exactly. Yeah, yeah you would have said that no matter what the question was about Oh, Red. Summitology, that's it. Uh, I was ah. hoping it was Summer Redstone. Well, that's good, too. <laughs> Paramount. Yeah. CBS. I thought it was going to be Summer Arrested after Beach Incident. Oh, that's good, too. <laughs> so many, so many possibilities. Charlie. Steal My Sunshine by Len. That's a great one. It's up to me. That's why I call that heart attack singing. It's, uh, you know, smash mouth, Len. It's all that. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I 
weren't vocals. doing it. They were their brother and sister. What? They were not doing it. They were brother and sister. They weren't. <laughs> Who who said they were? No one, but they're, they're like you're, you're very <laughs> defensive about Len. My favorite song is "See My Sunshine." Yeah, they weren't I doing mean, it. I'm. Yeah. Is this white no stripes? Are you, stripes? white stripes? are you talking about white stripes? What? White stripes? Are you talking about white stripes? Yeah, I'm talking about white stripes. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about the original white stripes. Len, uh, Adam. Canadian. Stripes. I don't even know what we're talking about right now because I was looking at the Twitter stuff. Oh, like what um, was the question? Summer record. Oh. Summer record. Yeah. Favorite. I should be yeah. playing. Uh, was it Steve Vai or Joe Satriani? Who has the summer song? <laughs> Joe Satriani. Hey, how many how many uh, comedy clubs have you played where that was the intro music? <laughs> <laughs> that that yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> what about Green Onions? <laughs> Such a fucking rad song. Uh, Adam, is that for this summer or like what? Oh Jesus, for me a cash. Yeah. <laughs> what do you have to do? I, I what uh, what year? I what what, what month? You know, Are we just tuned you out after all these years? It's just a filter. <laughs> <laughs> Your brother's dog and. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I got yelled at last time for this, but it, it's maintained the same. Is uh, Spiderland by Slint? Oh, Every time it's really, really hot, I put on that album. And it yeah, feels it's a, a real cooler. wintertime album, though, man. Yeah. yeah. I feel cooler. Yeah, yeah. Bobcat. I'm thinking, um, you know, actually thinking, uh, do you remember uh, uh, his band Teenage Head? They had this song, Switching the Glide, Canadian so. jam. Mm. It is like one of, it, you know, it might, it, it, it's very poppy, but, you know, it, it's super, super infectious. Wow, it's called switch on, look it switching the head, uh, switching the glide, teenage. Uh, uh, what does that mean? Teenage head, switching the glide. I don't know, man. Teenage head. Yeah, teenage head? let's hear it. Man. That sounds cool. Nothing matters but the weekend. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. Oh, I know that. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That's the beginning of the song, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. It's a song called Teenage Head by the Groovy Ghoulie or no, the Flaming no. Groovy. Sorry, oh, What's Flaming the band Ghoulies. Called? Uh, they're called Teenage Head. Oh, I wonder if that's where they got their name. I saw a guy with a like Sloan bumper sticker out. the other What's day. What's uh, I think it was yeah. Switching the Glide. Like another Canadian band, I think. Right? Yeah. We yeah. could just go Rockaway yeah. Beach with uh, Ramones. <laughs> that would have been... That was just lazy. We're going to find it. But how do you feel about that? That's a summer Rockaway song. Beach? Yeah. It's great, but you know what? I didn't like the New York and New Jersey beaches so much. It just <laughs> was only hot for like three weeks, and the water was always freezing. Ah. So I, I didn't really get excited about... So you're more central in uh, southern Jersey? Well, it wasn't warm there either, but I just figured, oh, Rockaway Beach is the same as it is here, probably. <laughs> like it... The, yeah. yeah. You know, there's a. The Kings has a song called ah, Switching the Glide. It's not Teenage Head. It is the ah, Kings. Oh, there we go. Okay. Messed that up. Well, because they're <laughs> Canadian, man. Oh, okay. Yeah. And the Teenage Head. <laughs> the translation all, was lost. No, all you see is I saw wings. them at a show together. That's why. Uh, oh, Teenage there Head and the, and the Kings. And it was this thing. It was going to be the punk rock Woodstock. And it had Rocking <laughs> Heads. Oh, shit. Elvis Costello. Is that? Is this the right version, Bobcat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those songs 
songs, you go, why isn't this a classic that everybody yeah. knows? How did these classics get picked yeah. out? Yeah. This is just as good as anything. It but is. It seems like it'd be... And what year is this? It's probably like 78, 78. This seems like it would have been a huge song. Yeah. This is like cheap tricks. Yeah. Yeah, and so they went on... After Elvis Costello smashed the guitar. What? Think about this. Elvis yeah. Costello smashed the guitar. Oh, and the Clash didn't show up, and Elvis Costello comes out and he goes, he goes, hello, I'm the Clash. And then he goes, fucking mental. And yeah, he smashed the guitar. And then these poor fuckers had to go on after that. And they go, hey, we're the kings. And 60,000 people went through the parking lot. Oh, jeez. Yeah. But, um, did you ever see the Clash or, or no stuff with them? I did not see the Clash. I I, I saw them. Uh, that's not why I brought it up. I just figured that's you amazing, saw them more times. No, that's that's I, amazing. I saw them at three times. And uh, did you go to that when they did that run? In the oh, bar? at Bonds. Yeah, no, yeah. I was kind of too young for that. But that was a crazy time. They did like ten nights in a row at a small club in New York, yeah. and it would be on Eyewitness News every night. They'd be talking about the crowds outside Bonds to oh, see wow. the Clash, yeah. and such a cool thing. But I saw him at Asbury Park Convention Center, and I saw him uh, at the Palladium in New York, and that's amazing. Yeah, it was that's cool. really rad. Oh man, well. I think that's it for the show. It was the Kings. I feel bad. No, no, no. Head was another Canadian punk rock band. <laughs> uh, well, that's uh, that's what we got for the show today. Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy about the, the summer so- bands or song, whatever. If you want, if you'll let me voice it. <laughs> sure, go for it. Well, for me, it's just been a band. It's <laughs> there you go. The replacements. Yeah, good, it's good summer music. <laughs> It is. Uh, Adam found out about the replacements uh, a couple months ago. So no, yeah. it's kind of like I always knew about them, but ah. like, they really kind of like. Yeah, see, I saw the original replacements. Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw them at City Gardens, and the the guitarist didn't show up until a half hour into the show. I saw I saw I saw Chris Mars quit and uh, and oh. them get a drummer from the audience. No oh, wow. way. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was they were legendary for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's it's like it's like every story about them seems to just be some kind of fiasco. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like the hockeyfights.com of rock bands. <laughs> <laughs> you know that? Uh, well, someone, who had, someone had the story where they went to go see them uh, and they just like fucking just like sucked. They sucked and yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. like no one liked Everyone left and then they're like they were uh, like this guy. I can't remember who it was. But he was like, he was like, ah, you know, was it Marin? No, Marin. So. It might have been Heller. It was because like, I think it was in San Francisco. It was Greg Heller. So then like he. Like is like he's like they stop playing and he goes he's like I wonder if they're gonna do like an encore and then he goes back in no one else is in there they all come back and say they start doing fucking pitch perfect cover songs mm-hmm. for like an hour just yeah. cover song after cover song they were using the audience just to warm up yeah yeah, yeah exactly they were filtering the audience I used to uh, I used to, they they had a cassette that was the shit hits the fans mm-hmm. yeah it was t- a cassette taken from the soundboard or someone trying to make a bootleg so they released it themselves oh that's awesome and it was that you know them just 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 ruining every cover ever and uh, and i used to play that <laughs> to to clear out the oh, house oh really yeah yeah yeah, yeah my stand up shows oh stuff. that's yeah, great yeah. yeah there was uh in that in that our back to be your life and the replacements uh story there's a whole thing where they they show up to this place it's, you know it's like one of those shows it was just shitty show after shitty show and they finally they, it's like where is this fucking place oh, it's, a, it's a barn fuck this and they kind of one of them goes to go tell the guy to go fuck themselves we're not playing and like they knock in the door and the guy opens it up and there's like 
like 10 people there and then the guy goes he's like the replacements are here best band of the year the best album of this decade like it's like the guy was so excited it was a promoter and then they're like oh fuck it and then they go and they just play a show for 10 people and they said it was probably one of our best shows (laughs) because they were just antagonistic yeah yeah low stakes yeah if people were were there for him they they treat him to not be there for him if people weren't there for him they'd play better than ever right yeah Yeah, that's 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 my motto as a stand-up (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm 52 living in a one bedroom in Silver Lake. <laughs> hey, artistic freedom, you can't put a price on it. You cannot. Yeah. I, no. I've never had more freedom in my life. Just let it be miserable. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, let's get out of here, Alex. Yeah. All right. Uh, I want to thank everybody for coming to the show, listening. Yeah, thanks, Neil, for making it. Adam, I'm glad you were able to find some uh, some gas to uh, yeah, thank you know, you get for, uh, here. Thank you, Neil, for saving me. Mostly sure, me. sure, sure. Uh, yeah, let's not talk about that. <laughs> yeah, um, Bob. Thanks for you're around the country performing. I'm uh, yeah, and hey, uh, Willow Creek's coming out on demand, huh? Yeah, you can get Willow Creek. It's on uh, iTunes. It's my scary Bigfoot movie, and uh, yeah, so you can go check that out. Yeah, it's really, really, really good. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I'd like to steer people to uh, iTunes to get some of this, some of that, or to go to Bandcamp. HowardKramer.bandcamp.com. Are you looking at pictures up. of yourself? What is that? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> then, wow! It may, but <laughs> uh, if I could give a plug, uh, Epic Meal Time <laughs> Saturdays <laughs> on FYI. Well, we're out of time. Oh, oh man! Hey, uh, listen to who charted too. If you get a listen chance, listen to who charted. Year, we'll I'll be network. on in a few weeks. Yeah. What? What? I got pushed. Oh, you oh, okay? Yeah, the wait for Jonah's episode. Yeah, yeah. Also, wait for Jonah's episode of Drunk History Tuesday nights at ten or ten thirty. Yeah, I can't man, you're on fire. Yeah, well, Wednesdays meltdown. There's my guess. If anyone wants to kill me so I don't get accused of uh, committing suicide, I'd appreciate that too. If anyone wants to. <laughs> Do that for me, so my mom thinks I'm going to, I guess, what she considers heaven. Um, <laughs> Why are you suicidal? What's what's that about? Ah, it's my favorite thing. Um, Cash, Epic Meal Time. Yeah. Adam yeah. Dino's Deli. Yes. Bobcat Willow Creek. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and also uh, I'll be playing. Uh, no, I just did Doctor Grins. <laughs> uh, I was going to laugh. <laughs> If no. you're in Boston, August 6th. Oh, sure. August 6th. Barry Crimmins. Barry Crimmins, the documentary that I'm making right now. Come see him live. Uh, we're shooting that for part of the movie. Oh, That's oh, key. Nice. That's in Cambridge. Yeah. August 6th, uh, 8, 8 and 10 p.m. Ooh. At the Comedy Studio. Oh, nice. Oh, Harvard Square. Yeah. Nice. Uh, and then uh, you want to plug anything? I'm just going to hang out with Bobcat. This is your first podcast. Weeks. It is. Yay. First ever. Also, yeah, come to Paul Tompkins' Variotopia at Largo every month. No. Every month, August the twenty third of 30th. August. Yep. Yeah. And uh, again in September at some point. Sounds yep. good. Um, adventure hour. It's really adventure hour. <laughs> Let's play another thing. You. I do. How dare you? Key and is a tonight. Uh, make, make it make it awkward for a second. I'm gonna say listen time. to uh, Felice Nabi Pod on iTunes, Felice and Nabi. I'd like to issue an on air challenge to Howard. Oh boy, the defender of summer. Yes, sir. The defender of Christmas. 
Oh, God. I think, I think I should have you on my show. All right, well, but I'll tell you right now, we can talk about it there, but we can talk about it right now. Chris, Christmas is winter's boob job. It's just like, <laughs> this is terrible, but hey, look over here instead. So, someone doesn't need that. You don't, get a, you don't have a day of gifts to make some a bearable. <laughs> All right. I guess that's the cancellation. The birth of Christ is winter's boob job. There you go. The birth of our Lord Savior. Yeah. He was probably born in summer anyway. Yeah, they don't know the real day. Howard, if I were to play a... If there's anything everybody's learned about the Mideast, it's better in summer. Hey, they they need to have a they need a summer. Whoa, 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 yeah, whoa! They're whoa, not whoa. embracing. The hey, summer. get your That's politics out of this fucking shit That's show. That's the problem. They don't know how to embrace the summer. That's yeah. true. Hey, what's uh, what's they're, they're all on the they're, they're all on the water over what there. Songs that I play from have a uh, have another summer. Oh, play you play uh, 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 do you play double goggle or uh, summer gum? Play summer gum. I'll play summer gum. Thanks, everybody. Sorry for the first episode. Hey, thank you, Jonah. First episode. Oh yeah. And pick out a gum Chew it all summer That's your summer gum Chew it up and down And move it about You know it's summer When that comes in your mouth Cool galada That's your summer gum Mango cherry That's your summer gum Orange swirl That's your summer gum And on, on, on Open and shut that jaw Like when Jaws was gnawing on Quinn Working his torso like a piece of double mint Maui Melon, that's your summer gum Passion Berry, that's your summer gum Tropical Twist, that's your summer gum You picked a great one